Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com and the Information Security Media Group. I'm speaking with Melissa Hathaway, who is best known for leading the Obama administration's so-called 60-day cybersecurity policy review as acting senior director of cyberspace at the National Security Council. She now operates her own consultancy, Hathaway Global Strategy, and serves as a senior advisor at the Belfer Center for Science and International Affairs at Harvard University's Kennedy School of Government. Welcome, Melissa. Thanks, Eric. What worries you the most about the federal government's and our nation's cybersecurity posture? I think the thing that worries me the most is that the threat is outpacing our defenses at a volume and velocity never imagined. Without bringing together the best of government with the best of the private sector, we're going to continue to be behind in, in that threat posture and security posture. Our government is not doing enough to get that kind of collaboration going, or is it just something that takes time? I think that it's something that takes time, and I certainly feel that there's a sense of urgency of every day that I read something else that's happened to our networks, either in the government or in the private sector, the amount of cybercrime that we're experiencing. There was a report just released out of the FBI that said that the United States has lost over $100 million this year to cybercrime, and I know the statistic that I've currently been using is that the underground economy is more than a trillion dollars, and I think that that's only a fraction of the losses that we're experiencing from just the private sector alone. I think that it's important that we begin having a, a broader of a national dialogue of what's happening to our networks, both in the government and in the private sector, and that we really start to translate it into what individuals can do, what corporations can do, and what the government really needs to do to help secure our nation going forward. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, you recently joined the Belfer Center for Science and International Affairs at Harvard University's Kennedy School of Government as a senior advisor. The center just published a paper you authored entitled Strategic Advantage, Why America Should Care About Cybersecurity. You write that the federal government should work creatively and collaboratively with the private sector to tailor and scale solutions to take into account both the need to exchange information and protect private and public interests. First off, what do you mean by creatively? We need to start to look at the technology of how certain things can be dual-purposed, how technologies could be fast-tracked into other sectors. And I think that traditionally we look at technology as really a point solution or uh, what we really designed it for. And I think that there are some technologies that we could start to look at that could be creatively tailored for not necessarily the original purpose, but what is needed maybe more broadly for other sectors. Can you give me an example or two? I'll give you an example of something that's happening in other countries that I think is creative. ATM fraud is significant in many countries, including the United States, and point-of-sale terminals, which is basically when you pay at the grocery store with your credit card or your ATM or at the Starbucks or the McDonald's. Those are all kind of point-of-sale terminals when you swipe your card. In the United States, we're trying to ask for a second piece of information to ensure that it's you. So if you're at the gas station and you use your credit card there, oftentimes it's asking for a second piece of data like your zip code. And you put it in and then it allows the transaction to go forward. Eastern Europe and in Northern Europe, 
they're actually using their cell phone technology to geolocate you at the actual place so that the cell phone has to be on when you're going to use the ATM or be using the transaction at the point of sale terminal. And of course, that's not what cell phones were originally designed for. But I thought it was a creative solution of how to defeat the fraud or at least make it much more complicated for the criminals or thieves to take our information and take our personal data. And I think that there's other creative solutions that could be thought through in the United States to start to reduce the amount of exposure that we have as individuals and as corporations and as governments. How should this collaboration work? Obviously, it's not just one panel that is assembled by the Obama administration. Right. I think that this requires really the whole of country and public-private partnerships at an unprecedented level. America's cyberspace strategy is and will remain a public-private partnership, and the cornerstone of that strategy has to be the private sector. So the government needs to look at ways in which we can enhance the innovation. We need to creatively look at, and as a partnership, how can we pool our research and development dollars toward a common goal? And we have to look at incentive mechanisms and other market levers to help enhance and accelerate the point of innovative development to start to look at and solve some of these problems. It sounds like you're recognizing that a lot of our critical infrastructure is owned by the private sector, and that's why it's important to have the private sector actively involved. Are they the ones who should take the leadership in this? I think it can't be done without leadership within the private sector. Certainly depends on who you talk to. 80 to 90 percent of our critical infrastructure is owned and operated by the private sector. And I think that, one, the government needs to do a much better job sharing information with the private sector on what exactly is the threat that um, we see and that they're experiencing and give them understanding of what being targeted and for what purpose to the extent that the government knows it. And I think that the private sector really needs to step up and help own the problem. There's a number of different things that they can do to help solve the problem, whether it's increasing innovation and research and development to designing better software that has less vulnerabilities and is less vulnerable to attack or to viruses, to stronger hardware capabilities, to just not point solutions, but enterprise-wide solutions. The Internet service providers and the telecommunications providers have a unique ability to tell us when we as individuals or customers have been infected and help us remediate or clean up our our networks or our home computers when we have, in fact, been infected. So I, I think that there is a lot more that the private sector can do to help address the problem in a more immediate way. This brings up a good point that some people have raised. You know, one is obviously who knows the systems better than the private sector, their own systems. But at the same time, private sector is often motivated by profit, and there's a feeling that there will be needs of regulation because otherwise many businesses won't take the steps needed to secure critical IT infrastructure. So what do you stand on that? You could regulate, and some of the markets that are already regulated, and that could be telecommunications, it's certainly energy, and how do we set a higher security standard. But I personally think that we should be looking at power of procurement and the government's buying power combined with perhaps other vertical markets like the financial services sector. The government's spending budget on IT alone for this FY is $77 billion, and if you were to combine that with the IT buying power 
of other markets and start to design or or to demand a higher security posture, I think the market will actually start to deliver the services that are being requested for those funding lines. I think that power procurement and using procurement as a market lever is a better lever than further regulation. Regulation sometimes will have second and third order costs and then second and third order consequences, which may make our industry less competitive. That's Melissa Hathaway, the former White House and National Security Council Senior Director who led President Obama's 60-day cybersecurity policy review. We'll hear more from her in our next podcast when she discusses, among other topics, the critical need for a cybersecurity advisor in the White House. Till then, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com and the Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.